Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Yusa. I'm Kevin Christie. How's it going? Good. Good. You done with the show? Done filming, yeah. And then what episode or... I kind of feel like last night was seven. Seventh okay. episode. Out of ten, twelve? Twelve. Out of twelve. Twelve. You're heading there. Yeah, we're almost done. So now you're going to go on vacation? I'm going on a, a road trip. No at, way. At the end of That's September. That's very unkevin of you. Tell me about it. To go on a road trip? Yeah. Like, I imagine your version of a road trip is... Uh, like a giant truck comes in here and like lifts your entire <laughs> house and puts it on the back and then you just yeah. sit in the house still yeah. on the road trip. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your ideal road trip. Oh, so yeah. where are you going? Uh, Big Sur, mm-hmm. Monterey, Santa Cruz. Okay. Somewhere else. Somewhere else you don't know yet. It was more organ. I mean, I had. I, there's only there's uh, there's one place in the trip I'm I'm. That I desperately want to go to the museum in Santa Cruz. Yeah, and yeah. then the and then the rest was a, a cumulative decision between me and my lady friend. Yeah, which she organized it because I don't I can't do I'm terrible at that shit. She's yeah. not. So cumulative would be a not the right word. Which she was like, "What about these places?" And I said, "Those look pretty." <laughs> She's like, "Let's go here." Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. And they do look nice. Oh, it's all amazing up there. Big Sur, Monterey. You got to go to Carmel by the Sea. Been. You have okay. Yeah. Um, Seen the otters. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a weird little town up there. It's where I would live. It's where I would live. Really, I love that area. Yeah, it's quiet. It's nice. It's I. I've been talking to people more and more about not living in LA, mm-hmm. and uh, so there are lots of places. It's all like the only places in California are like up there. Yeah, got to go north. Yeah, I mean it's LA is getting gnarlier, and and you know what though I I do realize. I think I feel this way every summer. Yeah. I don't enjoy summer in L.A. Really? I don't. That's, nah. I, that's my favorite part. I don't. Since I don't enjoy the beach, it just L.A. in the summer to me is just uglier and hot and sort of miserable. Yeah, I love the heat. Not even, even when I'm not at the beach. I mean, the beach is cooler temperature-wise, even like out in Santa Monica in that right. area. But I just like the fucking heat. The sun sets later. That I like. All of it's better. I love it. Um... Speaking of traveling, <laughs> okay, I'll be in Denver this weekend. Yeah, uh, playing Comedy Works September third through fifth. Uh, tickets on my website nickyusef.com. Um, and then that's it for right now. Um, have you made any progress on the pin? I have. Did you pick a company? Not yet. Okay. Well, I've narrowed it down to two. Okay. So I made progress in finding. Right. Because you fucking you Google pin companies and you get like 48 results i did not know that many companies were doing that. that's why there's a pin boom yeah it's weird there's a pin boom right now we're in the midst of a pin boom right are you gonna do recessed or the one the domed more kind of enamel pin that would be soft enamel yeah yeah i like i can't decide which i like better they're both great yeah they're both the soft enamel you don't have to have as many of the silver lines apparently. yeah and you so you can do and you can have the more color is cheaper i think yeah they i think ultimately they don't last as long or whatever the quality's not as like i think they still last a really long do, time. they do last a really long time but like the it, compared to the hard enamel yeah. ones that's what they but they're 
more popular because they're a little cheaper and they yeah. look kind of cooler. So they're the the most you popular don't, I don't type. think you have to alter your design as much to get it to make sense. Yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of Because the problem with, with the lines being silver within an enamel pin is that's light. So if you have you have to like kind of flip your drawing. Like the thing I'm thinking of making a pin about yeah. or a pin of is yeah. uh I'd have to like in even every time I look at it I'm like okay, it's like a puzzle. I'm like okay, uh-huh. I have to change that to this to this to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So that's coming soon, a pin that you can buy on my website as well. Um And then I ca- I guess I'll take it on the road with me cuz it'll be like a ch- easy oh, yeah, thing. Oh yeah, that's to- the best. It's a little bag I can put in my yeah. carry-on. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, are our shirts still on sale? I haven't looked. Or is that over? No. They're, it's done. They're done. Never I never got done. even uh, uh, one of the colored ones for That's myself. That's my fault. They are, have been printed. <laughs> I haven't the picked them up. Are they? They're at yeah. his house. I got to go pick them up. I want to uh, wear the black one. Yeah. Um, they're dead. So if you didn't get one, sorry. Yeah. You missed it. They will never be printed again. Ever. Ever. Um, Serious. They're done. Well, I wonder how we did with them. I hope we did well. <laughs> uh, I mean, meaning with these like colored ones, the yeah. the different whatever. Yeah. Okay. So is that all we have to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. as far as promoting things? Yep. I think it is. Yeah. All right. Wait. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Just I might as well men- just mention it now. The next workshop show. Okay. Because every one, people that listen to this have come. How was the last one? Great. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple cancellations last minute, but what are you going to do? It was still a great turnout. And, uh, you know, obviously all the comics booked on it were super solid and funny. And the crowd had a great time. So the next one. Who did the worst? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The next one is September 23rd. uh, So that's a Wednesday. It's always a Wednesday, once a month in, in. in the belly room of the comedy store. So Wednesday, September 23rd, 8 p.m. is the next workshop show. The lineup will be posted probably in the next like week. Right. So it's super cheap. It's five bucks. Um, and the lineups are good. It goes from like 8 to 9.45. And you get to watch all the best comics uh, work out new material. Yep. Brent Weinbach's going to be on this one. Oh, good. Fahim Anwar. Great. Possibly Ren is easy if he's not shooting because right. that's why he had to cancel oh, okay. last time, which that happened. So sorry, guys. Um, and then, yeah, it'll just be like awesome comics like that. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm going to show Monday, September 14th in the main room at the Comedy Store. It's promoted by Sarah Mello. If you want info, go to Mello Comedic on Instagram. Uh, I think it's me, Eric Griffin, some other people. What's it about? I think it's just a comedy show. <laughs> it's just like a right, yeah. hey, straight, straight stand-up, no yeah. theme, no fundraiser. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's it. Um, so I was looking at stuff on the internet like I always do. <laughs> yeah. And I keep, I kept passing by. You always see those like um, letter to my young self. Yeah. Bullshit, whiny garbage crap things. Yeah. And I thought, I've thought about that, like, th- you always think about, like, ways you would wish you would have been. The yeah. go-to is, I wish I would have fucked more people. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, so I thought, like, um, like, if I had to narrow it down to five. Yeah. Five, maybe six. What would be the five things I would tell myself to do as a young person? And I tried not to be, like, incredibly serious, but, like, things I would do that I think I, that I wish, just ways I wish I would have been maybe different when I was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? 
And so that's what I said we should do. My first one, dress as weird as you want, dude. Because when I think about yeah. how I dressed versus how I wi- like th- wanted to, uh-huh. I probably always went about halfway out of fear people were going to make fun of me. Right. Like when I was in like early elementary school, I definitely wanted like a green mohawk. Mm-hmm. Or like just, I wanted to just dress weird. Like those were like when I looked at skate magazines, I loved the way people looked when they dressed like the the skaters that dressed weird, like Mark Gonzalez, yeah, or like Neil Blender or Kevin Staub, like yeah. people like that. They dressed fucking weird, and I was like, dude, those people are cool as shit looking. Yeah. But I never, I and I, I actually said this last night, to someone. I can't tell you how many times, and even before skateboarding, when I was into breakdancing, when I was like eight or something, right. I can't tell you how many times I would. Almost be at school with a bandana tied around my leg and then take it off as soon as I <laughs> right got there. before you got there. Yeah, yeah, just like nope, because <laughs> yeah. I know, as I knew, right, I would get made fun of. Yeah, and I want and and, but I would have been and I would have I would have definitely gotten made fun of. Right, but I would have been cooler, and yeah, I just th- would have like, it it would have been more honest about like, the shit I genuinely liked. That's the biggest like impediment to like social growth as a person yeah. in school is being made fun of yeah. because back then you barely have anything to kind of keep you like any kind of foundation to who you are yeah so anything will rattle you and you'll just run away yeah but there's like the select few kids that were just like that guy is just marching to the beat of his own yeah. drummer yeah like what i should have done like and I, and I wrote down like none of the i wanted to tell myself none of the people that make fun of you, you're not even going to fucking know them. Yeah. Like within a year of leaving high school, I want to make, I want to send myself a list of the five people from, or six people from my youth that I'm going to, that I still know and be Mm. like, these are the people that are, you're going to stay friends with. Literally everyone else can suck a dick. Right. Like, do you want to like wear, like have weird hair, like dress like this, do whatever you want because the people that are going to shit on you like and and you know what the checkmate is in high school when someone's like you look lame or like why are you wearing that if you just went i want to everyone's like what well, uh, but yeah. like no one cuz no everyone's so afraid when they're young any assertiveness like so what yeah oh well like I have a, no. you look like an idiot and you just, if you c- continue to just be like yeah i don't care so what you should care idiot well i mean i don't so what yeah it's fucking there's like well <laughs> So what, dude? <laughs> but it's so hard it's so to hard. say that. Yeah. To be like, because then you're essentially saying to everybody, like, fine, then don't accept me. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing most people want growing up. Because the you, only thing you want to find your social circle, you want to belong. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah, it's 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 really really difficult to like accept that. Like that's one thing I kind of stumbled into was like looking weird. Yeah, that I was thinking about that too. Like you, you were way more willing to do that shit. Yeah, but it wasn't even because I was like such an individual, and I I didn't even register people's like yeah. differences, or it wasn't even like that. I was like so insecure about stuff. But like since I was already so far out on the fringes, yeah, I would just kind of I started doing those kind like wearing crazy weird pants, and like yeah. I had a mohawk that I'd change every you know the color every day. But I was already so far 
away from anything popular or any form of acceptance. I just started doing it and no one even like noticed or paid attention except for the other kids with weird hair and clothes that it kind of became like a uh, kind of like a defense mechanism type thing. And then it was like you get attention for that and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to color my hair every four days now. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. But it was by accident. It wasn't because I was like, check out how much of an individual I am. I mean, when I I remember friends of mine in high school were like bleaching their hair and and being punks. And I I was like, I want that. Yeah. You never bleached your hair once. No. I had like, I started to get sort of punky hair. Yeah. Just in like short and spiky, but like. I never bleached it because I think I don't know why. I I think I would just a I I didn't know how and I think I just didn't want to like admit that I wanted to be different. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really glad I. Well, because now I just like all that shit. I mean, you see my house. Like, all, I'm I'm basically rebuying all this <laughs> garbage from my. But you didn't get that. All yeah. this stuff from my youth. Most of it from when I was actually really young. Like yeah. uh, as far as like I'm not super into 90s reissue stuff uh-huh. but like it's all the like 80s skate kind of that new wave weird stuff that like yeah. I really like. Yeah, yeah. And now cuz I was that's the shit I like I just look back and be like yeah you were kind of into lame shit. Right. Like I wasn't into the 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 actual cool shit going on cuz I was too worried about you know cuz you you kind of don't get to pick what's cool at the time. Uh-huh. So it'd be like well those people that seem to matter at this school have said that this is cool. So I'll at least partially think that's cool too. Yeah. And it's like, that shit fucking sucked. And as, and as soon as like, as soon as I got to high school and was like, definitely not going to be popular in a weird way. Like then I got into shit that was cooler. Cause it was no, there was no, <laughs> I wasn't going to make it into the, the cool circle. Yeah. So like in the same way you kind of had, you were able to like do that shit. It was like I, I was like left to my own devices and g- investigated shit on my own. Yeah, because no one was paying attention anyway. And yeah, then, yeah, you could do, you could stumble into things that you can look back on now and say that was cool. Because people would make fun of my hair and they would be like, "That's weird. Why do you do that?" Yeah. But you got to a point where you were like, "What? what whatever." It's, yeah. I mean, what am I heading toward? What am I working towards? Hanging yeah. out with a football team or like making out with a cheerleader. None of that's happening. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have weird hair yeah. and wear Marilyn Manson t-shirts yeah. and have people look at me weird. Who gives it? And when I look back, I'm like, awesome, because I can't really have mohawks now. So I'm so <laughs> glad I did it then. Yeah. I'm glad I had every hair color. Yeah. Glad I had weird hairstyles. Those are the ages you do it in. Yeah. And I'm glad I fucking, I'm glad I did I mean, some of that, but there was still, that's one of my ones, actually. Oh, really? It's, um, I, I would go back and tell myself that being an individual is what will make you cool later in life. Yeah. It really will. Because just wanting to fit in, you don't stand apart at all. And you're, you're considered cool in the social circles in school because everyone's like, we got to be a part of a thing. But the weirder you are, the more of an individual you are, the more crazy shit you're experimenting with as far as like clothing and music and TV shows and just weird stuff that people in your formative years would be like, whoa, that's different, so we're not accepting it. All those things that you carry over in adulthood, those are what makes you cool. Yeah. Because then they meet, you meet people and they go like, 
where did you find out about all the, you know all this skate stuff or all this clothing or all yeah. these bands or all this comedy and it's like because i didn't have a lot of friends and in, in school maybe yeah. and i was just exploring well like i what's like, out there i think about like i should have been into the music my brother was into right like i kind of Is later he old? he's older right yeah. yeah later i got into like I was into genuinely good and like interesting hip hop when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Stuff that wasn't on the radio. Like that's the one thing. Once I became kind of not, I got less cool. That was the stuff I got into investigating. So I was into stuff that was genuinely good. But like when I, before that, like I sh- I don't I, I listen. It was whatever was on the fucking radio. Like not even good radio. Like not even K Rock. Was pro- I don't even remember what I was buying. But, like, yeah. I should have been listening to fucking Echo and the Bunny Men or Joy Division or The Cure yeah. or whatever Jeff was listening to because that shit was interesting and happening right then. Yeah. Like, that was the cool shit. Like, the Pixies were a band then. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I should have been into. But not at your age group. It was, like, your no, older brother. But he was there. But he was into it. I could have... It, w- it wouldn't have been... A, I knew I knew the names of all those bands. Right. And I heard the music all the time. I just was too busy being like, well, what are those people that hate me like? <laughs> Right. You know, so I should fucking pretend to like that. And even take it like a couple steps further, it's like, and it's hard because you don't have any foresight when you're a kid. Like, you could have listened to the stuff like your parents or your friends' parents were listening to, like classic rock and jazz yeah. and blues. All the stuff that when you became an adult, you'd have now a deep knowledge yeah. about. And people would go, how do you know about all this shit? It's like, well, I started listening when I was 12. I Although, wasn't listening to Kiss FM. I, I was will listening say, to my dad's record collection. No music in my house, both houses. Yeah, me my too. parents, my father. My, did I say this already on the podcast? My mom told me she was going through a box of things. Uh-huh. My mom or her stepmom, and my dad had made like a list of things he wanted to do, and one said, "Learn to like music." Get the fuck out of he here. He wrote it. It. He must have been forty-ish. It said, "Learn to appreciate music." Wow. He there when he would like pick me up from school. The radio was never on. Not even talk radio? No. There's nothing. Nothing. He didn't care about music. It's one of the oddest things I've ever realized about him. That's interesting. Yeah. The dude didn't listen to music. And there was, my mom didn't really either. Maybe I I don't remember it. So there was never, there wasn't like a parents exposed me to music thing. Yeah. It was really just Jeff and whatever was happening at school. That's like one of the keys like that I, I kind of like looking back realized not even too far back but like you're like some of the cooler kids had older siblings who yeah. were you know into the but then they like they either had a good relationship with them or they just like listened to them and took from them yeah you know as opposed to like the sibling rivalry you know where you're like fuck you I hate my you know brother or sister yeah instead they were just like they know what's up and then they kind of borrowed from them or just kind of yeah. heard them listening to I stuff. mean Jeff took me to my first concert yeah it was 120 minutes tour. Yeah. PAL, Big Audio Dynamite, Blind Melon, and Live. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Back then, yeah. when you hear people would have been like, like, whoa. You went to what? Also, like, I saw PIL. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. That is pretty cool. But, like, I should have been. And also, if I'd have gotten into that stuff, the kind of people I would have become friends with because of that mm-hmm. were fucking way cooler. Yeah. And it would have, I would have been a smarter person. If I'd have been into yeah. that stuff, because those people were into like art, like I was into fucking terrible art uh-huh. until I like just before art school, right? Like I didn't know anything. I, I had, I mean, when I think about it, 
it's like good that my parents got divorced because, at least in terms of taste, because moving to North Hollywood, <coughs> I became friends with a bunch of Filipino kids. They turned me on to better rap music, graffiti, and cooler clothes, and just style in general that was way different than what was happening in La Crescenta. Right. So, like, I was still going to school in La Crescenta. You were living in North Hollywood? Yeah, most of the time. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was... Li- I was From what say- ages? Uh, 11 to like 15. Oh, okay. So like, um, but uh, like my taste was different all of a sudden because of be- living there. Yeah. Because I had like three or four friends that were into just better shit. Right. Like cooler skateboarding stuff and like just shit I didn't know about. Right. And so that, like it changed my exposure. I would have just been like, I, I would have been a little lamer if, if I only, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially clothing wise and stuff like that. Because they just, they had style. I didn't even know what style was. Yeah. Like, I literally, I don't think I had a concept. There was, like, this, the, the clothes that people decided was cool, which was Quicksilver <laughs> yeah. in junior high. and But I didn't have a sense of what style really was. That's funny. I remember these two kids in school that, like, really were, like, thought, like, individuals. They didn't really pay attention to what was going on around them. And, right. like, you should look like this. You should act like this. And they were, like, twins, I think. Their names were Hal and Ben. Weird. Yeah. Or they were like one year apart but looked pr- like almost identical. And they were like these two like blonde white kids that usually had weird hair going on. Either like weird spiky hair or right. like one of them at one point shaved most of his head and left a rat tail. <laughs> yeah. Because he was just like, oh, I don't know. It's cool. And you're just like – and no one thought so. But they did it so – it wasn't even confident. They were just so like unaware of any sort of yeah. criticism or, or anything. They were just like, I'm going to dress like this. They had like cut off denim shorts before, way before that was even like yeah. a thing. They dressed like, like they hung out with Nirvana. Yeah. They were the first kids in school that had Nirvana t-shirts. Yeah. They just knew what was cool. And they came from a house where like, it was. It looked insane in there. It looked like they were just like their, you know, mom or whatever was like some hippie that was never home. Yeah. And they kind of just did their own thing. And they always like acted out. They were weird. They got in trouble, but they always got their shit like their schoolwork done. Huh. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought that so like I, I wish someone would have said get these get like okay grades. Yeah. And then just be as weird as you want. Right. My one of my teachers literally told me that same thing. That's why I remembered the grades thing with them because she was uh she pulled me aside in like the fifth grade or something and she was like she's like I know you like to like act out and get in trouble for attention and all that <laughs> stuff and it's funny and it's great but like you still need to get your work done. She's like, you know, Ben over there does the same thing. You guys do the same thing. You guys like you <laughs> act weird and you try and get yeah. attention and stuff. But he still finishes his homework and i was like and it stood out to me and i was like wait you can do both of those things i thought it was either like you're against the system or you're with it like i had no concept because in my i had such a problem with authority that i was like i want to i want to be disruptive yeah you know and he did it just because it was like oh this is like a fun thing to do because i just i'm such a weirdo like he would just do stuff but then he would still finish his homework which is weird there was a kid that i was friends with he's friends with my brother He's a couple years older than me, named Donnie Hart. And he was so incredibly weird. Uh-huh. He did not get good grades at all. <laughs> but he he was like, 
I don't know how he got into this shit, but like he was like super into the Beastie Boys before, like the good Beastie Boys before it became cool again. Yeah. Like he grew those curly sideburns like he was acidic. Wow. Even though he wasn't. That's insane. He was the first person I saw wear like fresh drive. He wore a green t shirt to school and you thought he would have set he set himself on fire in the quad. People were so bugged out by this dude's style. Yeah. He was the first person this is he was the first person I saw skateboard who started wearing uh, low tops to skateboard which in the 90s was not all skate shoes that were cool were high tops yeah like he was so ahead of the curve style wise it was insane he was also super into drugs but like right. he was so fucking cool like had graffiti t-shirts and shit and wore whatever he want all the time yeah I remember just being like Donnie knows what's up yeah and you wonder when you look back you have no idea how it's like what was it intentional? Did they know things we didn't, or he, was it no, just Donnie like knew he was onto some different shit? He was actively trying. Did he have to older siblings? No, he had a younger sister. Yeah, I think his parents were not really in the picture, really. <coughs> right, but he just was re- he was super interesting, and just different and weird and yeah. like creative and. Odd. This is what's hard too about this this uh, this list of things is like, it's this is stuff that people probably did tell you. Yeah, but you were just you couldn't too, hear it. Yeah, you couldn't be. It couldn't I be mean, heard. I got. I will be. Uh, to be fair, I got treated uh, like I was special sometimes because of the drawing thing. Right. Like I remember distinctly having an. Eng- I had an English teacher at CV. A woman. I don't remember her name, but like there was a thing where everyone had to read aloud, and I remember to, she skipped me on purpose. <laughs> she knew I didn't like doing it. And I think she was like she just le- she literally left me alone because she she like was like just get enough of your work done and draw all you want. Right. Like she could just tell that was my sh- that was the program I was on. I had two English teachers that were kind of like that, and so I occasionally got the I, I had a sense of that. Like, uh, people, some of these people are treating me like I'm a little different and a little special in a way that's positive. Yeah. And so I think that's why all I. Once that happened, like, whatever, the first time, I was like, oh, all I will do now is quietly draw, and that that's just going to be my identity, because yeah, it works. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't all negative. I wasn't... I, I, I've never, I, I really didn't get it as bad as a lot of the nerds in, in high school. I was, like... I wasn't in the, like, lowest level of people getting shit on. Right. I was, like, just above that, to where a lot... P- the people well, what, that ter- was, what was Steve like in school? I thought he was like Steve was interesting because he because he was like your best friend. He w- he was, but then he kind of pulled away from us w- when he got on the basketball team. Yeah, he's like he, later nerds. Not, I'm gonna I mean, go dunk kind this of, ball. He he had a coach that literally told him to. Yeah, Steve Howie. We're talking Steve about. Howie. Yeah, uh, Steve Howie's basketball coach told him that colleges look at the people you hang out with and like. It would affect his ability to get a scholarship. What if they saw that they hung out with losers? How would they even know that? Oh, it's complete fabrication. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, the, the basketball coaches at CV were fucking monsters. They assholes. would know. There's yeah. no way they would know that. So Steve and to be on and and Steve wanted to be cooler than we were. He was very frustrated. Steve more than once got frustrated with kind of how lame we were, yeah. our little group that we didn't do cool shit because. Steve was good looking and tall and really funny. And if he had had, if he had made the, if he had broken off from us sooner, uh-huh. he probably would have been a like really popular. Right. 
but he did he he kind of waited too long he didn't sort of break away from us and we were always friends yeah. but he didn't start actively more hanging out with the basketball team until he was like a junior and it, it all the roles had kind of been solidified yeah so he wasn't like bullied and he was still considered like coolish but he would have been way cooler if he'd split from us earlier right, right. so that but and then we i mean what i realized me tron and pedro realized that was not in our future <laughs> so yeah. we i just kept quiet and all i did was draw Oh, what's your next one? Oh, um, okay. When a girl doesn't like you, just let it go, dude. <laughs> yeah. Move on and hang out with those weir- weird girls that liked your drawings. <laughs> right. I did. I would do this thing where uh, I would decide I liked a girl, uh-huh. and routinely she wouldn't like me. Yeah. But I would continue liking her for like a calendar year. Right. And just whether and that was whether or not that was just to protect myself from having to you know it was safe to like someone who didn't like you. Yeah. I would just decide to make that make liking that girl and being nice to that girl even though she didn't like me. I was like that classic best friend like ducky character. Yeah. That that I I did that. A, either two girls that didn't like me or a girl that like I went out with in quotes in high school style going out. Yeah. And then we stopped going out and then I would just continue to be fixated on someone who didn't like me. Like I wasted lots and lots and lots of time liking, like deciding to like a girl that couldn't have cared less or maybe was nice <laughs> to me or I was friends with. Mm-hmm. One in high school was a girl I was friends with and we were like close friends, but I was in love with her and never told her and never like tried to do anything. So I was terrified. Right. But I wasted like, I think like two full years, two full school years, school years, wow. just deciding that that was the person I liked and then never doing anything. About I, used, it. I used to do that too. And she was like, and we, and she just was not, I don't even know. She was just not into the shit I was into. She was, like, into drugs and, like, getting high and, like, yeah. having fun. And, like, I was never going to do that shit. <laughs> right. Like, she liked me as a person. I was nice to her and funny and was uh, a good person. But, like, she wasn't into me. But, like, I wasted lots and lots and lots of time. And right. during that time, there was occasionally, like, a nice girl who, like, had a crush on me that I just fucking ignored. <laughs> yeah. Because I decided I liked this other person. Oh, I remember doing that in, like, Element late elementary school. There was this girl that was like the biggest, tallest, nerdiest girl that like no one liked, you know, because she was just like in fifth, sixth grade terms, like just yeah. an ugly girl, you know. She was like super skinny, had braces, like curly, weird hair, yeah. and she was just lanky and like and she, but she was like a super smart girl. She was like always one of the smart, and then that was also unpopular. It's like nerd, you get yeah. good grades. And then she had like this big crush on me, but then I wanted to be liked by the popular girls. Yeah. And then they didn't like me. Yeah. So it was just weird like circle of, you know, they'd be mean to me, the popular pretty girls, and then I would internalize that and then feel like shit about it. And then when she would, you know, be super nice and like, you know, kind of tell tell me that she like liked me or whatever, I'd be mean to her. Yeah. And it was like the worst. 
I wasn't mean to. I remember one. I only really remember one girl having a crush on me, and I wasn't mean to her. But I remember she wasn't in this class. But I, a science teacher. There was a science teacher that, that was only there for like a year. But she goes, "I know someone who has a crush on you, Kevin." And I literally went, "I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> I remember the teacher was like, "Oh, he doesn't care." Yeah. <laughs> like it was like a bummer. And that girl, I remember in retrospect, she was like cute and nice and yeah. whatever. But I decided. Because some girl, I think I had a high school girlfriend, I think, like, broke my heart. And I was like, no, I'm going to like this girl till I die. Right. It was so dumb. And, you know, when I think about it, too, it's not even, like, it's not even that I, like, I was fixated on the girls that were, like, the most attractive. It's not even that. I remember distinctly there being, like, girls in, the, in, in high school that I remember thinking to myself, is it just me or is that girl way prettier than, like, the girls that are considered super hot and, like, desirable but just they weren't popular. Yeah. So no one noticed that that's this like perfectly like this really nice girl who was like, I remember there was one girl who was really quiet. She got super good grades. She was Armenian. She was super cute. I remember just, but she was just very quiet. I mean like, are you guys not noticing that that girl is so fucking cute? Yeah. And, and like, those are the people, those are the people, not only the girls, but also like the, the other people you should have, like I should have hung out with them. Right. As opposed to being like, those are the girls I should have like gone out, tried to like hang out with. Yeah, it has. It's just so funny how little it has to do with what's beneath the surface. Well, I look at what, like, especially now with like Facebook, I look at the. I it's pretty entertaining to look at the shit shows that yeah. the popular girls have turned into. Oh yeah, where I'm like, oh my god, you literally turned into just river trash. Yeah, like I cannot believe. And, like they didn't if, value the right things then really so they just like they peaked after high school well even like if you want even on like some really superficial shit like i look at him i'm like you're not hot enough for me i'm on fucking television homie right. like i wouldn't fucking like i'd be like oh sorry sorry that's all right <laughs> like yeah. who the fuck are you and you think about like oh my god if that girl i thought <laughs> about that girl for so long yeah like you were just this asshole who somehow got cool right. and were a di- and you were a dick to hundreds of people at a time oh yeah and there were these nice people in school guys and girls that we just all ignored and you could have been hanging out with them and having doing things that were like a fun and also probably interesting yeah you could have been like hanging out with smart kids and being smarter and doing things that were fun and like having real experiences those people just thought they hit the peak and they were just like i figured it out man i'm i'm the fucking shit yeah so i'm just gonna float (laughs) through the rest of life because i'm so cool and then the next thing you know they don't grow anymore as people yeah and then all those all those like football jock guys or cheerleader people just like they just stay content with like the level of like cool and confident that they had they never try for anything more and then like you look at their Facebooks now and like they're plumbers which is nothing wrong with being a plumber but like they're like the stereotypical out of shape don't make a lot of money just sit around I mean drink beers at the bar it's very interesting when you have someone else look through like one of your high school yearbooks and and I I had someone do that and they're like oh she must have been like really popular and I was like no and they're like she's beautiful you're like yeah no one fucking noticed. Yeah. Like, they were just left alone. So, so odd. And they were just, like, nice people who were being nice. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many people from <laughs> And from if back you think then. about it, the people that were just quietly being nice outnumber the popular people 
like nine, like you know, ninety percent of ninety percent of a high school. Well, yeah, I mean that's cool. Well, of course. If so otherwise, being popular wouldn't be desirable. Yeah. So the <laughs> it's fact always, that, it's like, always a small percentage. So the fact that those people don't like it, someone go, "Hey, you know how those ten people are assholes that are ruining our lives on a daily basis? Let's shun them." It it would totally work. If, no, like, it won't. I that's think not, it would. That's not how. That's not how. Like popularity and. Th- the things that are desirable my, in life work. My high school, I mean, college girlfriend went to a small private school in Burbank. Yeah. And she said because it was so small and there was no football team, if people were kind of bullies, they got ostracized because everyone was like, you're being really lame. Like, yeah. it literally wasn't cool to be a to be like a bully at, at her high school. Like, if you were like mean to a nerd, everyone was like, what the fuck's Dave's problem? Well, I mean, that's a different setting. It's like a smaller yeah. school, private, no football team. I'm talking about your, your average, like, public high school. Yeah. Where, and that's p- part of the argument people make for sending a kid to public school versus private is like the public school, you learn socialization skills. Yeah. Where you don't in private schools. It's true. Because they're smaller, way more control. You're literally in uniform. Right. And you don't get to figure out those things but but yeah that no one would ever band together to do that because i don't mean like hey let's form an organization but no no no, no, no not like that but even just like you know what we don't we're not gonna put up with their shit anymore it's, just, it's amazing you're too busy to, wanting it it's amazing to me that high school teachers and principals and guidance counselors don't be like hey guys just so you know this thing that's happening to you has been happening for a million generations those five people you think are bitching are not yeah like it's just like they do say that just never at an assembly they tell you on an individual basis when you get in trouble for something no one told me shit well you didn't get in trouble yeah that's the thing I didn't get in trouble yeah I heard that all the time but I was like you don't understand you're a fucking adult (laughs) you're a fucking dick (laughs) but they would tell you like look these things are temporary it's this isn't the end of the world. You'd always hear that. It's See, not the I end of the world. I never heard that. No one was oh, ever yeah. like this is this sucks. This isn't going to. I think most teachers in the same way we would know now like if if you were listening to like a 16-year-old complain about all these problems, you wouldn't sit there and really try and convince them that it's not the end of the world and there's all this stuff later cuz you know they're only going to hear 3% of what you're saying. Yeah. Because in their minds, it's like, but you don't get it. It's consuming my life. It's affecting my day-to-day life. Yeah. Because they don't have any concept of like 10 years from now. They think you're old. They think I'm old. They're right. They don't know. I have told, I remember telling someone's younger brother, I was like, high school's a thing you just get through. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, college is better. I go, when you're in college, you'll be surrounded by people like you and none of this stuff happens anymore. Yeah. They were like, oh. But see, so that's the thing you would tell your younger self? High school is a thing you would just get through? Yeah. Just get through it? See, I, I think I would say the opposite. I would be like, get involved in shit. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I would, well, see, I didn't, like, there wasn't, there was like, uh, I wasn't good at any of, enough at stuff to, like, get involved with. There wasn't, like, clubs I could have joined. I didn't have... I wasn't good. I wasn't like good but, at math or science or anything. But there's so many. There's so many clubs where you don't. It doesn't have. There's no requirement for like. I don't you need remember. To I mean, maybe it was different when you were there. I don't remember. The only clubs I can think about that were at CV were at the Glee Club. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do that. I, but there, that's the thing with with junior high and high school. You don't have to be 
really good. It's not like auditioning for movies where yeah. they're like, we're picking the best. You're in school. They'll just be like, yeah, just come join the fucking thing. You don't have to be good. I don't remember what I would have done. They just want you to like, you know. I mean, I kind of went into the Jesus Club. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> And I was in thinking about this, I kind of couldn't decide if I would tell myself to not do that or do that. Because I will be honest, it kept me from doing a lot of shit that yeah. was pretty lame. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong but with it. But I don't remember. I think it probably set me back intellectually like a few years. <laughs> Just like not Maybe. being inqui- it, not being inquisitive enough about stuff. Right. But I think I think I used it as an excuse. It was a great excuse to not do things I was kind of afraid of or didn't like anyways. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like the the getting drunk drugs thing i didn't like it and i but i could i didn't want to like say like what you guys are doing is lame yeah. <laughs> like i couldn't say that so it, it was i just was like i don't do that because right. i love jesus too hard it was a very easy but you don't thing. know what clubs to join when you're young you just fucking i swear to god i'm thinking there weren't any there were there were there was just glee club no there was like there's band? like math and science and band you could have done at those drama things. or theater or whatever okay That's, i thought of getting into drama <laughs> That's my next one, is that I would have told myself when I was younger, those things that you're afraid to try because they seem like either difficult or you don't think you have like the talent enough to do it, just try it. Right. If you're afraid to try it, that's every reason. That's the only reason you should try it because you're afraid to take a risk and do something different. So like... Um, learning how to play an instrument like the band thing, the that, class yeah, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. or uh, theater, right. where you look, you're like, those are the theater people. They're so like, you know, fucking fruity and weird, and like, yeah. oh, you know, it just looks like uncomfortable and weird. And then you've never grown up doing it. You didn't come from a household where people were like singing and dancing, and like your yeah. parents did theater and shit. I would have, I would have tried it because it, like, it lets you express yourself in ways that you weren't doing and most kids aren't doing most kids aren't running around playing instruments yeah some are but who knows how they got into that maybe they're they were forced by their parents or they saw their parents doing it and they're like well i want to do that you know what i would have liked to have done jazz band there was a jazz band at cv yeah yeah imagine now as uh how old are you man 38 yeah so 25 years let's say of playing the the saxophone that's something that you would just have like a mastery of i mean I act. I almost did this. I almost learned to play the French horn. I really love the French horn. Yeah. But my friend Gabe is a musician, mm-hmm. and I go, I want to learn the French horn. He goes, That's awesome. I want to let you know something. You have picked literally the hardest <laughs> yeah. wind instrument to play yeah. in the world. Good he goes, luck Dude, with that. He goes, First of all, it's incredibly hard. Also, you have to, he's like, you're aware you have to dump spit out of it. And I was like, ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I just, he goes, I would like to gently suggest you maybe learn something else. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I wish I would have, that goes perfectly, that goes hand in hand with being into better music. I didn't start like even investigating jazz. So I think I was in junior college. I started listening to that radio, you know, 88.9 or one. Yeah. Whatever the jazz one is. But yeah, jazz club and, uh, yeah. yeah. So I guess mine would have been called nerd out more. For sure. Yeah. Before obviously it being was cool nerdy to be a nerd. in your teens just makes you a fucking smarter adult. And also it goes back to my other one. It makes you a more interesting one. Yeah. Because you're not just 
falling in line and doing what everyone else is doing to fit in. You're standing apart. You're getting into interesting, weird shit that later adults find interesting. Yeah. That as a teenager, you'd be like, why would I read about the history of anything? Yeah. When I can just like hang out in this parking lot and learn how to smoke cigarettes and like... That is... Do you have a next one or is it my turn? It's your turn. Oh. My next one. Read the books assigned in English class. <laughs> right. I I think I read... I'm not even... If I'm being honest, I think I read one book in high school. What was it? Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> <laughs> one... So you just like... How did you get by not reading all the other ones? Did you I fail would, a lot of English classes? No, no. I never... Both English teachers that I had... I only remember two English classes. Uh-huh. Could there have only been two? No, you had one every year. In high school, every year there was English. I'm only, I'm only, I can only remember two. One. Well, no, maybe was English one of those ones where you took it the first two years elective, and and then you could take electives. Yeah, and then it became an elective. Was that for English? I think it became like an AP in as a junior and senior. That's so weird that they wouldn't force you to take English for four years. Garbage that is. So in both classes, I had youngish teachers. One, Mr. Biggs. The best that guy ruled. Yeah, he knew. I would listen. I could listen during class and glean what every book was about. He knew I didn't read the books, but I listened enough to gauge the story to where, when I would have to write the paper at the end of the book, I would get the same. I would get a B minus. No, I'd get a C, and it would say no supporting details. I would always have like the thesis of what the book was about, right? Yeah. And then I'd have no supporting details because I hadn't read the book. But what he did was assign a poster attached to every end of book report assignment. My poster would get a fucking A+. Right. So that would even it out. I'd get a B on every book. Interesting. Yeah. Then the other English teacher, she just straight up left me alone. I don't even remember there being book reports. There was some shit about... I think I remember having to write a poem or some bullshit. This is why American public schools garbage are awful. By the way, and the one we went to is considered just, good. Yeah, it actually is considered a good high school. Yeah. They just let you get away with shit. But I wish I would have read all the books cuz not only w- were a lot of them great, but I would have been gotten reading would have become more a part of my life. Right. It's not an active part of my life now. I read a lot of shit online every day. Yeah, but it's the habit of sitting down and reading and finishing a book that was never a part of my life that yeah. I wish was. Yeah, books are so much different. They than literally make you smarter. Yeah, that's where all knowledge people comes who from. read books <laughs> are quite literally smarter. Yeah, than people that don't. If you took one main reason why people <laughs> yeah. are smarter than others, it's because of books. the books that it's they books. read. It's literally books. Yeah, the internet thing. When people say, like, look, I read a lot of stuff online not and same. make it an art. Not that you were doing that, but like people no. say, it's like, that's not, it's no. It's nowhere near the same. It's not the same thing. It's not the same. Where thing. you're fucking, the, people don't even look at sources. Yeah. They just read articles. I'm like, who was it written by? Yeah. Was it written by an actual person who yeah, read a bunch of books I, and went to college and became a professor? No. Is that books. where you're getting your knowledge on books. world events? Books. It's fucking crazy. Or Wikipedia? Books. Or whatever. The secret it's like, to life is books. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. It's That's fucking what I crazy. wish I would have. Because I think about like, you know, later reading also books. Also, the newspaper every day is a big yeah. one. 
Yeah. That's a big one, too. I used to do that more. I used to buy the New York Times every day when I'd go to Starbucks. Yeah. And read as much of it as I could get through. I still only... I get now just the Sunday one, in, like in paper form. Yeah. And the rest of the week, I read Sunday it Sunday New York Times is still... A, it's expensive now, but it's still a good value. You get the magazine. I think it's only maybe averages out to like six six dollars an yeah. issue. Yeah, it's six bucks now, which is not bad because considering it used to be five. Yeah, it's a fucking. But when, when you get the subscription, it like averages out oh, to right. about that. Which but yeah, I think it's way worth it because you get a lot of shit. Do you remember any of the books that you were assigned to you in high school? Oh, I don't. There were some like Jack London books, Huck Finn. Didn't read that. Uh, we never had Catcher in the Rye or mm-hmm. Fahrenheit 451. There were some high schools that didn't have certain oh, okay. certain books. My we English, had Animal Farm. My English teacher was really young, so I think Catcher in the Rye was a big deal to him. Yeah. We had... Um, God, what else? Which I love that book, but like, it's interesting. I, you read Catching the, Catcher in the Rye, and it's good. It's not nearly as good as Franny and Zoe. That's way better. I never read that. Fran, you love Franny and Zoe. It's good. Really? It's really, really good. Um, what else did we have? There were a lot I didn't read either back then. Yeah. But then I like made up for it. Um, I can't remember what else we had. I'm trying to remember what the one I've, I faked it's an like entire Moby book Dick. report on. Well, I remember the big thing was you'd, teachers always say, there will be questions on the test that aren't in Cliff's notes, so please read the chapter. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah or you well, just that's read the, the back now, cover of the book. There's no Cliff notes now. You don't have to read shit now. You can just Wikipedia everything. I, it must yeah. be really hard to figure out ways to educate kids around the inner. How do you? How do you? How do you prove cheating? Yeah. How do you prove that the kid read the book? It must. I mean, the only good, kind of good thing is is if if the school can afford iPads, they're saving millions of dollars on paper and books and shit. Yeah. At some point, they're just not going to have... No. Like, all textbooks will be online. Yeah. 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 But how do you prove now that a kid read anything? Yeah. I don't even know how the fuck... I'd love to talk to a teacher and be like, how the fuck do you control what these kids are actually, like, like for real learning? Yeah. Instead of just, like, oh, shortcut on the internet, you know, read a summary that someone wrote. Well, I know that, like, um, I know someone who, who taught at an elementary school... And she was kind of in charge of, like, the technical stuff. And it's like, they didn't take their, like, iPads home. So it was like, they would you'd get to school, they'd get your iPad, and then you'd open up a thing and read it. And then I don't know how it worked at home. I think it really depends because there's an income gap there. Like, it would kind of be like, not every parent is like, hey, go to the, the store and buy a $300 iPad. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how many schools have those now. It's like, I think it's like, I think it's probably way more common than we think. I bet you almost all of them. But it, I think it probably really depends on the income level of the school. You know what I want to do is see if I can go back to our old high school, walk around, and walk around during. You can. A s- you can get day. a guest pass. I want to be like, I need to know for research purposes <laughs> what because I drove by it the other day or uh-huh. yesterday even. Right. Yeah. So I went to see my family, and I was driving down the street, and I was like. When was the last time I went into this high school? Like even like uh, after school or whatever, where you just kind of do a walkthrough of like the old high school. It's yeah. changed a lot. They've done a lot. Yeah, there's of, a bunch of new buildings. It's crazy. But I realized I haven't even I hadn't even driven by it in years. But I want to go during a school session and just see like take just a 
average temperature of like what is a day in the life of like the modern high school kid like? Yeah. What's going on here? Where, I, how are they dressed? How are they interacting I with mean, you? I are they all a, on their phones in the quad? Is I that what they're doing? I get a sense of that with the high school here. Yeah, you have one near you. And it seems to me... And, and um, my therapist's husband teaches at that high school. No way. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I get a sense that's different. Can we have him on the podcast? Would he do it? Yeah, maybe. Probably. I'll ask. Yeah. And uh, they have... Way, way, way more homework. And I know that from my nephews, too. The amount of schoolwork that kids take home now is... It's so much more. Yeah, I read that a little while ago because it was it was about like how hours, st- how stressed out we're making hours our, per night our kids because apparently everything in at schools now is about these tests, and so all school is devoted to prepping for these tests. <coughs> right. And so my my dad was an elementary school teacher for thirty some odd years, mm-hmm. and even he was like he goes when I he goes the amount of schoolwork that they send your nephews home with is incredible. He goes, mm-hmm. I, he goes, it's awful. They have like literally too much, like four hours a night or something. Yeah. When I was leaving high school was like when standardized tests were yeah. becoming very, very important. I, I didn't take one. We had them all the time. And that was not even like, I think the peak of them. But when I was starting to leave high school, they were, they were happening more and more. And they were these things. That, I mean, obviously, as a high schooler, you hate tests no yeah, matter what. Obviously. And then they would like spring them on you, and it's like, oh well, we have uh, the next week. We're not. We're going to stop learning what we've been learning, yeah. and we're going to study for this test. And we're just like, what is it? Well, like it's a standardized test. These are the things that they use to grade schools and see how well yeah. they're doing. And but they had really nothing to do with how educated no, no, no. the kids were that entire school year leading up to that point had nothing to do with it. It was yeah. how well you studied for just this test. So if you just studied super hard for this test, everyone passed it, got a really good grade, all of a sudden your high school seems way smarter than it is. Yeah. So they would just force us to learn all this shit. We're just like, we, we haven't even, what about all the stuff we were supposed to learn for the last four months? That's irrelevant right now. Yeah. One of my teachers uh, had a fucking like meltdown about it. She was just, she was ranting and yelling about how this is bullshit and this has nothing to do with how smart these kids are yeah this is just to you know like make a school look better so they can get more school funding the next year and she was yelling and yelling and yelling and i was like yeah maybe she's she's got a point a lot of teachers have that exact sentiment where they're like yeah because it's tied to funding right so it's made it they'll just you know they talk about they always are like oh we lost we're losing these kids yeah. It's because they just hijack them and it becomes this bizarre test bullshit. A lot of schools get, get caught like f- like fudging the results. Really? Yeah. Because it's crazy. bullshit. I mean, the things they... I, I said this in therapy last week. I, I go, oh, yeah, all I remember about junior high as far as things I learned is I remember spending a fucking year <laughs> in seventh grade like history learning about Mesopotamia and Hammurabi yeah, and I was like, "Who the? F- why the fuck? Like, who gives this shit?" Right. Like, I can't believe that they're like, you know what is gonna, you know what's important to thirteen-year-olds. Like, I, I ju- it just baffles me the thing. Now, I, I can't make any sort of case that I know what they should be teaching them. Right. But I can tell you, Boy, what, what was me- wrong with le- like teaching people about the early, the beginnings of civilization? It just seems like when you think about the thirteen-year-old brain and the fourteen-year-old brain. Yeah. What kids are 
I, I just don't know that they have a mind that could care about that stuff. That's funny because those are the things I, I did care about when I was like 12, really? 13. Yeah. Primitive societies? Yeah, I liked, I liked history. So I like knowing that. Like, I was like, "What were they doing in ancient fucking Egypt?" Dude, I could not. How the have cared fuck less. did they build those pyramids? I cared. Like, you know what I found interesting at that time? Like, you could have gotten me to care about like Vietnam, right? That I, I I remember tuning in a little more when they got to like Vietnam. Yeah. But before that, but anything I mean, before that, I was like, Ugh. yeah, it doesn't make it any more valid that I cared about it. Yeah. But like, because the kid next to me could have been like. I don't give a shit about this. I like math, though, and yeah. I hated math. So, yeah. but there's got to be yeah some middle ground where you can like make the learning at least more interesting, uh, and yeah. then not have it matter zero percent when a standardized test comes around. It's like, well, why were you the fact forcing is, all this shit down my throat? The fact is, all of high school to me is just you can't have thousands of teenagers running around society with nothing to do. Right. So they got to do something with them. And it's like I, I don't I don't know high school's fucking to me is a total waste. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know what I I, I can't say I have any alternative whatsoever. It just what sucks is, and I don't know what it's like in other states, is the dis, the difference between how good of an education you can get if you have lots and lots of money in California, right? Especially in L.A. versus how shitty of an education you get. I think it's like that everywhere. I it, L.A. California is one of the worst. What the one has one of the worst public our public school, school system yeah. is is one of the, is it's not. statewide yeah it's the worst yeah but statewide. I'm saying the disparity and because all school funding comes from how you know well wealthy the, people are yeah yeah how well the zoning but public schools in 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 California are considered pretty bad yeah they're in like the somewhere in the forties I just don't now. know why they don't make some of these schools that are so incredibly rich could also contribute to the fucking public schools what do you mean. I mean, in the same way that, like, the, you know, there's, like, profit sharing in, like, the NFL. Right. <laughs> like, you know, or, like, you know, the richest teams. There's profit sharing. So, like, small market teams can have competitive teams because it's good for the whole league. Right. You don't want it to always be New York and L.A. having the best teams. Yeah. But it's, like, if you want to... Um, it's so obvious. If you want a productive society, you can't have incredibly shitty public schools. Well, I mean, that that argument... Is exactly why there are like fiscal conservatives and and yeah. liberals I mean, because they go like, well, that I worked hard for that money, and I moved to it. this neighborhood, and the taxes I'm paying are going to my schools where my kids go. Yeah, I'm not paying for your schools, but I, the, the, a lot of those property You're, taxes don't even go. Well, none of those people send their kids to public schools, so they go. Those property taxes will go to the local public school, right? And it's they don't even benefit from it. Well, I mean, those public schools still are full of kids that live in those neighborhoods. So yeah. all those people still have... They want their taxes that they pay to go to them and yeah. where they live and those schools and those roads and those, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's just the tax argument. I mean, this high school is supposedly decent-ish. Yeah. Because I think this area produces pretty high property taxes. Yeah. Because it's a well a upper middle class or upper... I don't know what this neighborhood is. I think it's upper middle class. It's hard to tell what it, it varies. is. It varies. But yeah, yeah. You think you think that? I mean, I I know people that are about to spend sixty thousand dollars a year for kindergarten. Jesus, there's no way in a private school. Or yes, there's no way. God that damn it! <laughs> all that that it is necessary for that much money to educate a five or six year old. So, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is that classroom gonna look like? 
for oh, sixty thousand a year per. He student. told me when they went like first of all they bet they tr- that was like, like leather seats, to get iPads. In. He told me he goes, dude, it's a palace. He goes, Fuck. it is a fucking masterpiece of a place. There are flat screens everywhere. Everything's a goddamn computer. Your five-year-old gets a fucking iPad. It is insane. He's like, it looks like NASA. It is the ni- he goes, it's the nicest thing I've ever seen. Jesus. As far as the wealth distribution goes, that would be, for me, the one thing that should be split evenly across the board. Yeah. It's like every school should have... School should be palace. Fi- there shouldn't be a disparity. The way it is, where one school has flat screens and iPads, yeah. and another school doesn't even have current physical textbooks. Literally. That should not be a country anyone lives in. No, it shouldn't. Like, fine, make your own money yeah. and whatever, and you shouldn't be taxed too, too high, but blah, it blah, be like blah. Every school costs this much to build. Yeah. You get this much but, money. Yeah. I mean, if you want to live in a fucking country where there's opportunity and all yeah. that shit, you can't have that many people being dirt poor. That's how the rich and are keeping the poor poor. And that's why, yeah, they they argue that, you know, like public schools are set up the way they are because most they want most people to learn just enough yeah. to enter a middle class that, or a lower class that supports the 1% yeah. that's making all the money. They, yeah. Those people need employees. So yeah. they just filter people through a high school where you learn barely enough to get by and you're trapped you don't really have enough ambition because you weren't told to yeah that's why all these things i go back and tell myself it's like be more this be like try theater do that get more involved be more well-rounded because they keep you like kind of half away they don't realize is if everyone was smarter they're not gonna like it would just make everything better you'd have better versions of every thing right People would still have to have those jobs, yeah. But they'd be better at them, and they—you wouldn't complain about a mechanic lying to you. You wouldn't. It would be different, right? Because you wouldn't have to be—you wouldn't have to lie to take. You wouldn't have to take as much advantage. All you, society yeah. would be better. You don't want people to get too excited about life, then, because then they w- wouldn't want to be the mechanic, and they wouldn't want to be the you know. I don't. I mean, low to middle wage worker person. You know how people, and I don't know. I'm I'm literally thinking of this as we're saying it. But you know how people talk about how, like in Europe, in like Paris, it's con- there. It's not considered a low level job to be like a server. Yeah. Like, would it maybe be like that? Like, you, there's a pride in that job. Because, some, there's some of that here. Like, if you work in at a good places, enough yeah. restaurant, yeah, because yeah. you make you make money. But then they still associate it here with like, no, 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 that's not like a shitty serving job because he makes like 70000 a year. And you're but like, oh, I, that's I mean, I almost think it's like that guy. It, I always hear it. It's not so much that guy makes as much as it's like, oh, that guy's been here 30 years. Yeah. It's like, oh, that guy, Musso and Franks has been there 25 years. That guy is, fucking knows everything. Ask him what to get. They're always like, if you go to that place, ask the waiter what you should get. Well, that's another thing, too, that they do here is that they they give some sort of like credit to how long you've been a wage slave somewhere right because that like yeah. that's one of the things that you're conditioned to think is good where it's yeah. like you put in your time at this company and you're a good worker there's a level of respect you're like yeah but you don't make a lot of money for 25 years and you're working for someone yeah they don't care about you, you can get laid off at any point any and point. it's all gone yeah that's like a, that's like an illusion they have the 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 um lionizing of the middle class yeah is a trick Right to make people okay with getting le- it's that pride of yeah. being part of the 
being part of the unit. Yeah, we're part that? of a team. That's not the thing that's liter- That's not the thing that's prized in our country at all. Donald what Trump's is? such a loudmouth asshole. He gets to run for president. It's like he's right. not. It's that's not like that guy shows up, puts his head down, and works. It's like no. That's not what gets rewarded in our country, really. It gets yeah. rewarded with just enough to be above the poverty line. Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another one? I think I do. Oh, yeah. And this one I thought of as we were doing it, and I was surprised I didn't write it down because I was actually thinking about it a couple of days ago just generally. <coughs> um, play sports. I almost, I mean, I played, I was on the tennis team. Mm. But I almost put play more sports. Yeah, oh, and that's what I mean by play sports because I did you play sports. Bu- you should have been on the basketball team, dude. I know. Um, I did play sports, but I, I, I said it would have made you get a it. very specific haircut. I maybe I meant play sports, play organized sports, right? Yeah. Either in a league outside of school or on the school tryout for the school team. When I was on the tennis team, I'll interrupt you just for a second. Yeah. I was on the JV team. The JV tennis team never had its own coach for some reason because no one gave a shit. Right. So the JV basketball coach was our coach. And one time after a team party, we were playing basketball. I had, at the time, a decent like shot from around the free throw line. And he yeah. was like, why don't you try it for the basketball team? And I just, I was like, oh, I, I'm not good enough. He goes, yeah, you are. But the real reason I didn't try out was this. Steve was on the basketball team. You had to get at school at 6.30 in the morning. Fuck that. You had to get a really specific haircut, which was your haircut you have had now. To? Yeah. The men's, the boys' basketball team, you had to get a, a crew cut, like an inch That's on top, weird. high and tight on the sides, which at that time, not super cool. Not the coolest at all. No. You had to get that haircut, and, uh, and you had to get, at school, get to school at like 6.30 or 7.00. For practice, and then you had to shower with the rest of the team. Fuck that. All those things combined were like under no circumstances. Yeah, well, I do I want that as a part of my life? But yeah, I I think that um, that's an important thing because as I look back as an adult, like there are certain things sports are good for, and yeah, and it's fine to like. I'm not a sports guy, and I always make fun of my sports friends whenever they talk about it and stuff. But like, I don't dislike sports and i think there's a lot of good that can come of it when you're in in your formative years like they teach you how to work with people which is an important tool you can use as an adult and they teach you how to like like persevere and like stay focused on something and keep working even when you think it's hard also you learn how to lose you learn how to lose and keep trying that's what I mean. Stay focused, yeah. and even when you think it's hard, keep going. Like yeah. you're like, where I'm losing. I'm not good at this. I don't know how to pitch. I can't shoot a free throw. My three pointers suck. My dribbling sucks. Right. It. You just keep going and going because you have other teammates that you got to work with. So you can't just quit. Then you get a coach that's telling you to do something. Yeah. So you kind of learn to listen, and you kind of learn to like be organized, and you learn how to try. And when you fail keep going and get better yeah because when you're not in an organized like sports environment you could try something on your own and that's hard no fuck it i quit yeah but later on when you go like no you know what i learned in football growing up that you fucking just keep going yeah try harder there was it was in coach canfield's pe class yeah (laughs) and uh it was when i wasn't on the tennis team so i had to have a pe class and i remember once you remember you had to run the mile yeah you had to time your mile or whatever yeah, that was the worst. So I was running the mile, and me and this dude, I don't even remember his name. I think his name was Jose or Gabriel. 
Right. We were in the same grade, and we were running the mile, and we uh-huh. were about uh, going about the same speed. We neither one of us were trying terribly hard. We were just doing it kind of as fast as we could. But as we came around the last lap, we started to race each other. Yeah. And we just raced each other. I literally can't remember who won. Uh huh. But we weren't friends really. But we raced each other to the very end. And then we just sort of like shook hands. <laughs> right. Like just like, yeah, man. Like we were close in speed. And it just was like that kind of healthy competition only for the sake of doing your best. Yeah. To see uh, where you would, where you, what your time was if you ran as fast as you could. Yeah. And like, I just remember running as fast as I could towards the end. And then we just kind of like low fived each other. And Coach Canfield was like, good effort. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That's what sports, and when my, you're younger, I think is good for. It teaches my, you to like work towards something. Yeah. Now, the end goal is ultimately in the long run irrelevant and means nothing winning championships that's yeah. why the sports fans that i like i don't like and should be made fun of are the guys that like devote their lives to a team they're right. the ones that show up to the game decked out in the sports gear their faces are painted they go to every they watch every game at the bar and they devote way too much time those sports fans it's like all right dude you find other shit to be interested yeah. in but the people that like played it when they were younger and took like the the things that they can apply later in life that's like stay focused get it done keep moving learn how to work with other people that's shit that sports teaches you when you're yeah. younger i mean my mile time was garbage yeah i don't even remember what it was it was it was a lot but just that little bit of like i don't know trying hard for the sake of just yeah. doing a good and imagine job imagine being on a, a, a team or something yeah. or be, being a part of whatever the hell it is when you're ru- I remember running <laughs> i had to go on academic probation when i was you had to have a i forget what your grade point average had to be to be on a team it might have been a 2.0 i think above 2.0 2.5 was like the minimum or something right and i at one point had way lower than that so i was put on probation yeah. i got my grades like up to where I could stay on the tennis team. And I remember Coach Canfield yeah. was like, he walks up and goes, hey, let me show you something. And I, I, he just holds out a piece of paper. I literally didn't even know what I was looking at. But it was the printout that said I had gotten to a 2.5. And he was like, look at that. And I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know you. And he goes, you got your grades up. And I knew that already. I yeah. knew I had done it. And he was like, good job. <laughs> and I kind of knew what he was doing. He was trying to have like a yeah. after school special moment. But I still was like, oh, okay. I'm glad you said something yeah and i was glad i got to stay on the tennis team because i made made it so i didn't have to take pe like that's what was more important to me yeah but there is that stuff sports it's weird sports do matter and like all the i remember distinctly yeah all the girls in high school that were on the softball team or the soccer team got really good grades and all went to college like went to decent colleges it's the social the social aspect of playing organized sports yeah. is what matters. The actual yeah. sports don't, or, you know, yeah. your team winning the championship and you like crying if they don't or if they yeah. do is irrelevant. It seemed like certain sports inspired people to be bigger assholes. Football. Yeah, there is that. Football bred the most assholes. Baseball, the baseball team were kind of dicks too because a lot of them did both. Like, yeah. Those guys were kind of jerks. But there's other, I mean, like I, I, I meet people Soccer as an adult. Guys were nice. I meet people as an adult that are very like, you know, they they kind of quickly make friends with people, and you could see that they're kind of like we're all we're all in a team together, yeah. we're all bros. You can kind of tell you're like, I bet you played 
football or something when yeah. you were younger. And but like you were cool about it. I wanted to when I was. Did you have to make friends with strangers pretty quickly? When I was a junior in high school, my friend Chris Ravana, his brother, I painted his brother's car. His brother Chris Ravana told his brother I could draw, and that I was into hot rods. Right. And his brother was like, "Do you think he would do like just really easy, cheap flames on my car?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I will." Yeah. And so I did. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I used masking tape and white spray paint. He had a black primered uh, Ford Falcon. Right. It was sweet. And so I just taped off really garbage-looking flames that looked like shit. But he didn't care because it was primered. He didn't keep them that long because it came up pretty bad. But while we were sitting there all day, Chris Ravana was on the football team, and I remember being like. And the, literally, the reason I wanted to play football was that CV's helmets were really cool looking. Yeah, I remember. The Falcon helmet was yeah. really sweet looking, and I kind of just wanted a helmet. Right. I was like, man, I kind of want one of those helmets. And so I was like, hey, I think I want to maybe try out for the football team. And he was like, really? And I go, yeah, because you got to I was about, I probably weighed about 105 pounds at the time. <coughs> and he goes, dude, right. he goes, to be honest with you, he goes, you won't play at all. I go, really? He goes, yeah, because we've all been playing football for like three years. We know how to do it. He goes, I go, what position could I play? He goes, maybe you could play safety. He goes, but you would never play. He goes, you're too small to play anything else. So you'd maybe play safety. You yeah. would probably never get in the, the game. The whole idea of playing football back then scared me. Yeah. And that because of all those reasons where it's like, you have all these pads. What if I get hurt? What if I'm not good? Yeah. Then playing a game in front of all these people. And it's like, I, if I, if I were to go back, I would have told my younger self, like, join the sports You would have been a wide receiver or a safety because you're tall. Yeah. Are you fast? Yeah, pretty fast. So you would have been a wide receiver or, like, a safety. You would have been fucking useful. Maybe, yeah. You might have started, dude. Who, yeah, who knows? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, who yeah. knows? You, how, did you have a growth spurt or were, when was your growth spurt? Early. I was tall ever since the yeah, f- dude. fifth grade. You would have been, you could have been a starting wide receiver or a starting safety at yeah. CV. You could have gone all CAF, bro. Wasted we'll life. Never know. They Mark Ellis put, would always tell me, like, they could have put your you picture ruined up. my dreams of you being a basketball player. You put, they, your picture could have been up in the weight room at CV because oh, well. you would have gone all CAF. Just like Eric Lacombe and my friend Justin Marshall. But that's the thing is like when you when you look back, like had I done that, would I be sitting here right now doing a podcast? You maybe you would have just had bigger shoulders. Who knows? Maybe I would have gotten <laughs> super into the sports thing. Hard to say. And not it's that I would have like say. been drafted into whatever, but like no, you would just gone down a different. different that's path. the thing. It's so di- th- those paths are. It's so interesting what what your path is because I could have gotten like you know a scholarship to some school and then studied something else and then never been a comedian or yeah. Knows. But then I could have been happy doing that. So it's like, all you know, you can go down a million different, um, the last one we're running real low on time. Okay. And skateboard more, hang out with more skaters. There was okay. a time like mid nineties where I kind of, I got more into, uh, like hip hop and just drawing to where I didn't, I didn't have anyone to skate with. Yeah. So I didn't hang out with enough skaters and I kind of, I just didn't skate as much. I always had a skateboard, but I wasn't necessarily a skater. And I should have stayed a skater. Because there, they were into cooler shit. Yeah. And especially that point in the 90s is where skating died. And it actually got really cool. Because the companies got really weird and interesting. Because no one was making any money. Right. I just wish I would have been more active in skating. 
You kind of made up for that, though, as an adult by being right. friends with one of the most legendary pro skaters in the world. And currently having a legit midlife crisis, right. mainly pointed directly at skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> I just put fucking... Uh, this. By the way, when we're done, I put the sweetest grip tape on uh, oh, uh, deck yesterday. Yeah. Dude, it looks... I bought different color grip tape. Oh, yeah. I did sweet pattern. I gotta see it. Ugh. And now you gotta Instagram it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. For like, I'm gonna tweet it. I'm not gonna gram it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- I don't think I have I have a couple more, but they're not. Um, and I'm not even not gonna do them because it's like oh we're we're low on time, but I'm not gonna do them because as I was writing these out, I was like I don't have a lot of regrets. Or things I really wish I did or like I would tell myself to do differently. Because I'm, in a lot of ways, I'm like a firm believer in like all the things you did and didn't do shape who you are now. For sure. And That's if you're true. happy with who you are now and like you're just like, all right, well, I didn't do that. And I got to like try and, you know, make this right or something like that. That's how your life is. Yeah. You know, and you as an adult, at least you're the present you and whenever that is, if you're always trying to make yourself better as a person and continue to move forward, it's like, why would you dwell on the past or want to change things? Yeah. I There's certain things that like that would have been cool to do, but I wouldn't have been like, dude, make sure you avoid that or <laughs> don't do that because you just don't know when you're younger. You just don't know and you do what you think is right and you do things everyone even now, you do some things based on fear and security. You're always trying to like protect yourself and not get into trouble or ruin yeah. something. But I think the only thing I dwell on as far as the past is things I ways in which I was shitty to people. That's yeah. the only, those are the only things that I will think about and bother me. I don't dwell on not having done stuff. I just wish I'm like, ah, man, I wish I would had been into cooler music, like taken right. part. That's what I realized. I could have taken part in a scene that was happening at that moment. Right. That would have been cool. Yeah, I think not doing all that and not being aware is like... But then being into the other things is kind of what makes me a little bit different as an adult than a lot of people who just did all the stuff everyone else did. Yeah. You know? Because, like, if you look at me now, I don't look like a person that, like, was super into history when he was a kid and right. like because i had no friends and then i was really good at video games right. like i knew when when i mentioned like when i do a, if i ever reference warcraft and starcraft people look at me like what <laughs> and i'm like i didn't look and act like this when i was 15 right there's a d- different levels of me you know then and now but i'm glad i did all that because those video games were fun and there's things now that like being a nerd is popular now and yeah. all the things that went with it that people are like trying to learn now. It's like I did all those things. Yeah. Then I watched way too many cartoons. I played too many video games and I was good at them. I had cheat codes memorized. <laughs> I knew character <laughs> histories. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew the backstories of every Mortal Kombat character. Huh. Like, you know, but, so, and I wouldn't trade that for the fucking world. I say like, play a little bit more sports but i wouldn't want to trade out yeah i wouldn't take out the things i wasn't yeah i wasn't like into. staying up all night to beat resident evil one two and three <laughs> which i did every single time they came out in one night <laughs> thank you pizza hut for powering me through <laughs> okay we literally have one minute and 45 seconds left okay. all right yeah 
It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. We're also at like an hour 20. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> thanks, um, guys. Yeah, thanks for. Uh, I think that was pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I like where that went. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.